Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to an episode of The Wrong Theater here on the 610 Podcast Network. This is your host, Stephen O'Malley, joined alongside by Billy Bruno and Aiden LaCorey, back again for a movie review. Uh, we were blessed with a little bit of new content to discuss. Unfortunately, you blessed, know, blessed isn't the right word. We got new content. Did it end up being great content? Not really. We're going to discuss uh, Woman, Wonder Woman 49. Um, with uh wonder Woman each 49? other yeah <laughs> that's what i gave it oh yeah <laughs> that's what it should be called that joke went way over yeah. my head the other day my friend was asking me if i saw 1984 and i was thinking about the book because he just never said wonder woman before oh now. that's funny <laughs> i thought i thought when you said that i was thinking he meant 1917 my uh my friend used that joke with me and i didn't get it at first he was like yeah did you see wonder woman 36 i'm like what the hell are you talking about he was like yeah the, what they should have scored it i'm like oh okay i'm gonna use that later and i didn't expect the joke to work but i just thought it was funny that he he used it and i didn't get it i mean you struggled with you didn't notice we started recording dude no i was hitting i was hitting enter and it wasn't working you had it you had a like i had to click it i'm like I normally is just steve okay is he it's normally it's that? normally a smooth like aiden says go the thing pops up i hit enter it's a smooth little bada bing bada boom but no this time i'm hitting enter and all you hear is the boom 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 and i'm like well, what the hell what the hell is it doing it's sleeping on a tuesday this enter button so i had to click it like a schmuck instead of hitting the enter button and being a swift movement i i like your joke now that i understand it if it I makes mean, it better it's not one of my best and it's not even my joke, but I thought it was, I thought it was funny the way he did it. And I didn't understand what the hell he was talking about, but he was right. I do agree with you. I do agree with you that the movie was rough. Uh, before we kind of dive into it, I want both of your like broad, just summaries of the film. I thought it was really, really like basic for certain things and unnecessary and they didn't take a lot of risks. And some of this, like, action CGI just looked awkward. I mean, it was just very, very underwhelming in a broad sense. Um, I got three quick things. One, Bill, you said it, awful CGI. Second thing, there was two fight scenes. And three, when your main villain is be careful what you wish for, you have serious problems. You have very, very serious problems when... There's clearly, again, we, we, we talked about Warner Brothers. We shit on them earlier. There's no plan. There's no plan in that movie. There's no plan with the studio. It was bad. All around bad. Um, the music, I guess, was good. It's Hans Zimmer. I guess that's like, you know, having an all-star on a 30-win team in baseball. Like, you're going to have the one t- – you have the one plus, but that's just because you have a stud in Hans Zimmer, and he always hits no matter how good the movie is. So I don't even know if that's a huge compliment because it's expected. Like you're expecting Hans Zimmer to compose a good score. And some of the music scenes, I was like, oh, that was, that was cool. I like that. But, like, other than that, I mean, this is a movie that didn't hit once, which it blows my mind. Because and I think – I don't know if they were expecting that because you would have thought that they would have really tried to force it into theaters. And then they did say it was coming on the streaming, which I mean, I'm glad it did so we could see it when we did. But, I mean, this was a movie originally that I was excited for, like, way back, months and months ago. I would say, I would say a year ago today, I had excitement for this. Yeah, I was very excited. Then I lost excitement, like, as I have for many films that was supposed to come out. You, know, you drafted it early September. I did. I did draft it. it. Remaining movies. Or because the first one was three. really good. Yeah, the trailer looked really good. And then I lost excitement, and I was like, they saw, when we saw that clip, of the action sequence, then it was like, all right, this could really be bad. And just, I don't know. They, I can't they, believe. They did not build upon what they did in the first movie at all. Can I have 45 seconds to discuss how awful that scene was? I mean, and I know people can't see what I'm doing, but it looked like if Billy's following me and I'm just going like this on an iPhone camera, like her arms weren't moving with the – like like they were her legs were trying to make so fast she was she was going like this her upper body was going like this and it looked like someone just took slow-mo on an iphone and it was like did a high schooler make this or did they put 240 million dollars into this project i'm sitting there and i'm like 
So we saw this leaked, and I'm like, okay, it's not good because it was leaked. It's not real. That can't possibly be in the final film. And I see the scene start, like, to take place, and I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, it's going to be shot for shot from the leaked little thing on Twitter. And her arms are going, and it's it's the same thing with the Flash and Justice League. He's going like this on a slow-mo camera to allude to speed. I mean, how stupid do you think we are? Like, we saw this once before. It was awful. You do it again? I don't get it. I, I don't know how that, that some people who get paid zillions of dollars to say, yep, that's it. I like that. Let's keep it in there. Yeah, before we break it down further, my just kind of broad thing was, and you guys already touched on most of it, convoluted plot that really had no direction. And a way it just feels like, especially compared to the first one, which had, I think there were some issues, but it was just gritty, real world, great new idea. This just felt like such a, truly like a cheesy plot. Like, what, what are we really doing here? Like, I feel, like, I feel like we passed this type of villain archetype, this overall, like, fantasy-esque um, plot, really. And then the CGI, which has been touched on, was really bad. Some of the acting was piss poor. It was just kind of a, a very muddled film. And as Steve said, there was really no good elements besides... I think there was a couple of the characters I think were solid. I just, there's so many. And then my last one, which we'll obviously dive into, there was just so many logical inconsistencies. And I feel like there's, especially with you see the comic book source material that you're able to have, that you're able to draw from. You saw the positive reception of this gritty um, real world vibe. I think there's a lot of opportunity here and they took just a very odd route. So my my thing with, with the opportunity is like I they didn't really have an opportunity when when they picked the characters they picked in my opinion and the way they went about having to bring back Steve Trevor because he was a major element in the first film and I think if he if he's not in this film at all it's even worse even though his you know his character didn't have any substance it was just I guess it was nice to see him in a sense but my thing with Max, Maxwell Lord is, like, I get you have to change characters in, in 2020 to, to fit sort of the, the model that, you know, you have to have a certain type of, of cast. But, like, he was nothing like he was in the comics. Pedro Pascal was, he's a good actor, but that was a weird performance. It didn't really make any sense. The character's ideas didn't make any sense. The villain didn't have any substance. The, the threat was never really there. Um, and then Cheetah, who was, who's essentially the, the Joker to uh, Batman uh, uh, to Wonder Woman. Like that's, that's her arch rival in the comics was just pushed to the side as a henchman. Um, only had one fight scene. It was brutal. It looked like cats and Cirque du Soleil mixed into one. I mean, that was a really terrible five minute sequence and there was no there was no point in time where I was sitting there and I wouldn't say, I care what happens to a character in this movie. Like that that's a huge problem. If you're sitting there and you're like, I, I could turn this off and it wouldn't bother me. I don't care. And the world could explode. Yeah, I wasn't at that point. I wouldn't say I was a turn it off point. I didn't. I don't mind that I watched it. I don't regret anything. But it was bad for having to sit through the whole thing. Like I, I'm not ever really going to go back and watch that again. But I don't regret having to watch it. Like I don't think I wasted two and a half hours. I was just disappointed in the outcome. See, that's different because I don't think I wasted it because I would have always wanted to watch it. I was always going to watch it. It's just a matter of it's just a classic DC film that just sadly isn't very good. And but like I felt differently about other bad DC movies like Justice League. Like I felt that was a wasted. I thought two and a half hours for that movie. Than this movie. Oh, I disagree. I and Justice League is not a good movie. I just thought this that, that this, the thing with this movie is it was, this movie was weird. Like I know I I don't think I processed a word to accurately define it. Just I feel like specifically related to the plot and some of the plot devices were just very odd decisions. And we'll break them down. But off the so, top of my head, like Steve Trevor coming back in someone else's body, unnecessary and odd. Maxwell Lord's whole wishing thing as a villain, the way Diana saved the day, it, all of it is just very Here's the thing. cartoony. I guess. The biggest problem, and people were saying it's campy, it's cheesy, and everyone's like, that's offensive to the film style. 
what what your biggest problem is with this movie is you have done a complete 180 on what the first film was you have completely changed everything therefore the idea of this movie is getting completely lost in translation if this was the same if this was the same style sequel like to Shazam it would have made perfect sense the, the, the funny weird you know mystic element sort of thing but with Wonder Woman you had a World War 1 movie it was they were it was literally a Captain America remake and it was good it was gritty there was there was substance you cared about the, the whoever she fought with those four guys with Steve Trevor you cared about those guys like they're soldiers you you wanted them to make it out um this movie completely 180 that whole style and it didn't work and it was never going to work because you had set up probably the best movie in your universe in a gritty action style setup with a little espionage a little spy element and then you do this bullshit i mean i don't even understand how that was even okayed and patty jenkins you know she has a lot of respect in in, in the industry and she's being tied to a lot of future projects But if she pulls this crap again, like, I don't know, you could be a one-hit wonder. Yeah, like, you could be, that could have been a one-hit wonder. Like, if you pull this crap again in your third and fourth film, and we'll get into the future of DC later, which it doesn't even, it shouldn't even deserve our breath, but it's news and we have to take it as news. If she pulls that crap again by completely 180 back, let's say she does it again and goes back to the original style, what the hell are you doing in the second movie? Wasting our mo money and time? I must have to say, though, this movie, it makes me nervous for a Star Wars movie. That's what I was going to say. I was going to bring it up later, but it's kind of like the Game of Thrones writers who, like, had their whole Star Wars thing, and then they got canceled. Like, I I was all aboard Patty Jenkins for the oh, – crap, what was it called? Like, Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Squadron. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah, like that, pilot movie. Yeah, I'm with it. But then seeing this, I'm kind of like – Patty Jenkins. Speaking of the Game of Thrones writers, did you hear what just happened? I know it's a little bit of a tangent. Her writer got poisoned. Yeah. Oh, I did see that. And then, so Ouch. I was like, at first when I saw that, I was like, was this actually meant for like the Game of Thrones writers? Like some angry fan, but it wasn't. But they're, what they're working on is like, they're a script based on another piece of work again. Like they have no idea on how to make original scripts so i just wanted to throw that out there that no i mean it's perfectly it, i wouldn't even call that a, a a tangent with the rogue squadron thing like that's a serious problem if this movie is how she decides to i don't know maybe this had no studio interference and goes off on her own are you kidding me they're going to give her full liberty and, and if this is what we this is the proof we have This is the or evidence. Did, or did have. this one have studio interference? No, it didn't. That's the thing. I was it reading didn't. all about it. She had full yeah. executive power to keep anything she wanted in the movie. Oh, she did. And, Look at yeah. the two two opening scenes. Like she was allowed to keep she, the studio wants. Oh, let's so start. So if we're going to start anywhere, I think we need to start there. Can we do like a, we'll I start. Like our let's best start. episodes and we kind of broke down the show. Kind let's of, let's go in order and let's skip. I we'll skip the middle hour when we get to it because nothing happened, and then we'll go to the end. I have a question, though, because you guys, in a way, were lucky and watched it early, in a way, before kind of the review. So in, it's true. It's hard to avoid. Like, subconsciously, I heard how negative it was, so I kind of came in expecting it. Well, I had two. I saw it from the start because the both opening scenes were incredibly cheesy and terrible CGI. The mall scene and the Amazon scene. Let me just say, to answer your, you know, this having the the preconception of what the film was gonna be like two of my most trusted comic book movie aficionado friends advisors yeah they're basically my comic book consultants when we have when we have very evidence-based discussions Shetty one of coach. essentially yes one had seen it and he had said it it makes no sense and it has nothing to do with the comics and i was like okay whatever but i said was it a bad movie He said, yes, it doesn't make sense from the beginning. And I was like, okay. I didn't ask for any plot details. I just, give me the comic book rundown. The other one was like, I watched Justice League with you the day it came out. And we both said, that was fun. It sucked, but it was fun. With this one, he was like, this movie sucked. It wasn't fun. And I hated every second of it. And I was like, well, what's how comically accurate is it? And he's like, nothing. There's nothing, not, not even the golden suit she wears is not even comic book accurate. And he goes, you get 30 seconds of Cheetah. And I go, spoiler alert. But he was like, you're not going to, you don't care. You're not going to care. And I don't care. If he could have told me that there were, Cheetah was in it for two, 20 minutes. I would have been like, oh my God. But like, I don't care. And I like, 
those are two people who know the books by the books. I mean, they, they, they treat comic books like the Bible, and that was, that was their review. So I had come in expecting nothing, and I got nothing. So it met my expectations, if I did, to end so on that. The beginning was just really bad, too. I mean, it was very unnecessary and poorly done. I mean, it's just, I don't know why it was in there. So answer me this. Yes, exactly. Can we start with what, that? What was, the, what was the purpose of the first scene? And why did they show it to the us? The only before? purpose was to say that there was some warrior who sacrificed herself for everyone else, and that's why the suit was there in the future. I think it actually had to do more with the lying and the cheating, like like that that whole. Like, yeah, I think it was just. I, don't know about that. I think it was just a cool scene. I think they just wanted like a cool scene, but it, it was so stupid because. It, if you noticed, if you if you took your eyes off of Diana for any point in time and looked at the what the other Amazons were doing and the CGI, I mean, dude, miserable. It it was. It was so it was video game esque and video game graphics are good because you know it's a video game. But this is a gajillion dollar Hollywood picture. And I look to the left as she's running up the thing and the the women doing the the spins, I'm like, I'm staring at that. I'm like, are you kidding me? So this is where the start of they the logic showed went. that? Like they, they were like, Oh, that that's a that's good. Let's From keep the that start, in. Dude, when they take off running, I don't know how the little Diana is beating them just stride like it doesn't work like that like their strides are just naturally longer and she's like killing them in the race it makes no sense to me they obviously do not know how to cgi running that was prudent throughout the whole movie i wonder what company they use because it's the same throughout all of their movies with characters with speed elements like does that does that company not know how to do that but she shouldn't have been winning the kid should not have been winning it didn't it didn't end up in any way other than Essentially, they were just like, look, it's Wonder Woman. You know that she's the chosen one. She's better than everybody else. Like, okay. But, like, it still didn't make any physical sense. I don't know how she cheated either. Patek, she didn't. Her horse ran the route. Her horse was in the lead. She just fell off it and had to get back. Well, I, I guess she technically cheated she missed, because she didn't shoot she the arrows the through thingy, all of them. Yeah. But the thing is, do you have to shoot the arrows? Or is that – I read yeah, that. Yeah, because they were showing the flags to, yeah. move down for each – I know, but I thought that was just, like, a marker to show that, that, where I you were. I don't know. That was – that didn't make any sense. No, I, I think, you, like, it's a requirement. That's how I uh, – And that. I don't – I never I understood – She just – she was physically unable to – I never understood Jenny, whatever her name is, from Forrest Gump. So what's her character? Like, is she just – like, why is she in the movie? Why was I didn't she even pick one? up on that. that Wait, her. Yeah, you completely threw me. I don't know. I don't know what her character's name is. It's Jenny Jenna. from Forrest Gump. Is the is the the not the mom, but the other one? Oh, I think she's just like the trainer. Okay, well, why the hell was she in this movie? I don't know. The was there any training? Life. Was there any training we saw in this one? Dude, or was it just connecting the other two movies? I don't know. And the hot take is, I don't know which opening scene I would have rather had because the other one wasn't even any better. The, the here's the thing. The mall scene was shit too. The end of the mall scene which they had thought of, this is what blows my mind, they thought about cutting the mall scene when the end of the mall scene is essential to the plot, the stupid plot they have. Like, that's where they find the rock. Yeah, I get that, but... So, like, no, so, okay, you cut that, it's your, it's your stupid plot, you made it, you're gonna have to keep something that connects the plot. Well, the first got- scene, I think they, I think they had intended the first scene to act as a sort of, like, I don't know, it reminds me of something out of Ragnarok, like a fun battle sort of montage yeah, thingy that just didn't look good and I mean, didn't make any sense. Like I, I see their intentions. Um, they missed on that's all. That's the accounts. Marvel formula. Like an opening scene that has a very loose connection to the rest of the plot, but it's really just the setting of here's our heroes in action, kicking ass, and then the plot sets up. But I disagree. You could take out the mall scene and the stone simply just sitting there. Like the FBI, like did something like she walks in and that's her job. Like they very well could have shoehorned it in. Oh, of course. Like they both could've. opening scenes were so terrible, and the Amazon one seems worse to me because of its complete lack of connection and just complete unnecessary the, inclusion. Because the problem with the mall scene was the my biggest problem was the ending where they where she knocks them out of the ceiling and they land on the car. Like I'm sorry, is this 1960s Batman? What was that? How how did that get okayed? Like I understand the CGI with the rope around the the ledge and pushing the little girl and the little stupid wink like that was stupid. the little girl was so stupid. That's the thing that at least the, where are your parents? The mall scene. The mall scene annoyed me because the Amazon scene, while the CGI was terrible, at least I'm like 
I understand what's happening. The mall scene's dialogue was horrendous. Like the the guy, first off, the guys look stupid. Like the guy, the four guys robbing. They the really, bank. they really tried to eighties them. Terrible. Like, but the dialogue, I don't they remember. It looked like four guys who show up to a party, like that we would go to, and they would be like, "Hey, we're from the eighties. Look at us." Like that's literally what they look like. They had the the one guy had frosted tips. The one had a fake mustache, a literal fake mustache. You couldn't have hired a guy with a real mustache? Are you kidding me? Dude, like what? How, how, well, like, DC doesn't know how to deal with mustaches. That's another. Thing I know. That's, that's, it's speed and mustaches. Dude, but I'm just like, but the, were you, did you guys pick up on that at all? I don't think I was. Like some of that dialogue was like, "No, man, put the girl down." Like just he's holding it over. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Yeah, that's it so was stupid. just a complete. Or that, or that the the criminals on the other side suddenly had morals. Drop, put the girl down. Like, what do you yeah, mean? or like. Well, I don't know. That part I was fine with because they didn't want to kill anybody. Yeah, the, especially a kid. I mean, the the why is this jewelry store holding all these like antiques? Like, what is going on there? Yeah, you got a black market jewelry store in the DC like, mall. Are you the, kidding me? The, the right under the wing scene was horrendous. I mean, that was that. Was, I mean, we should have known from then on that it was just cheesy. Ah. It was, Stupid, the girls like, like, laughing, like, oh my the god, girl's like, haha, I almost just got killed. I went in danger and I got saved by oh, them. and even before the mall scene, the scene of just like her saving the day with the people in the Porsche, like, oh, dude, and like, and like the 80s, and that was like a whole, like, look, we're in the 80s montage. When like the best part of the original Wonder Woman is like you were just in this World War One setting, you didn't need to throw it in our faces. The only 80s montage that w- they should have kept in the film and they should have started with was Steve Trevor trying on clothes. If you wanted to go for something funny, have Chris Pine do it because he's actually a funny actor and has a little bit of comedic chops in serious movies, like his his little quips in Star Trek that are funny, but it's in a gritty setting and it's funny. Occasionally, it's funny, but. That would have been good if you wanted to be like, oh, we're in the 80s, have Chris Pine try out a bunch of clothes and look like an idiot. Like, that would have been a man out of time, funny moment. But that was 25 minutes after we realized that he don't even look like that to everybody else. Yeah. I mean, the opening, so the opening scene's terrible. Then we move on. Diana's working the Smithsonian. Kristen Wiig's characters. I didn't mind Kristen Wiig for the first five or six minutes we had her because that's kind of how Barbara Minerva is in the comics. Like the everyone, it's everyone overlooking her sort of thing. And that was kind of Kristen Wiig's, like that was kind of her MO. Like that was cool. I liked that little funny element. That wasn't that bad. It's after whatever, what do they go to dinner, her and Diana or whatever. Yeah. And then she gets saved by Diana. No questions asked. Like, I'm sorry. Like that was, that we're okay with that. No, th- that honestly, at that point, I'm still kind of like. Was that like a Batman or, or Spider-Man without the costume, sort of like? No, I think, I you think and me? that one actually made sense to me because I feel as though Barbara was nervous. She just wanted to be liked and respected so much, like she wouldn't even have any questions about anything. I mean, the scene, they they just like it was just such a convenient way. Like, oh look, the FBI dropped this off. They don't know what it is, and then I don't know. It was just as like the, after the after just for the coffee. That, oh, all of it was Kristen just. Kristen Wiig lost me. It just got so then Diana wishes for Steve Trevor to be back because I'm and at that point I didn't hear it. She didn't. Yeah, everyone else was right. I thought you had this actually. Everyone else was talking it, and then she was just like, "I know what I'd wish for," and you know what? I don't know exactly what that is, Diana. Maybe you should say it out loud, like everybody else in this stupid freaking movie. That didn't make any sense. That made no sense. Why? Because she's Wonder Woman. She didn't have to talk. I also don't understand how no one knows that she's Wonder Woman because she doesn't wear a disguise or anything, and there's plenty of witnesses. Like well, at the, the, mall. the technology is not on their side. It's not like a Marvel movie. Yeah, or, like, set in the 2010. I feel like there would be a picture or something, and then some. There is that know. picture that. Well, I guess it doesn't count, but the one that they Bruce Wayne gives her in Justice League. That's just that. That's just out there. Dude, I just and then so I'm so caught up. I've just been thinking like. That's an issue. I agree with you, Billy. But that's just kind of like a superhero thing because, like, the Tom Holland Spider Man, like, people would definitely like figure out who he is just by like following him into one of the alleys. Like, that's always been my knock. Like, a modern day superhero, like, you can't ever like like disappear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I think they kind of touched on that in Spider Man with the Flash Mob. Like, in a way, there's always eyes and ears everywhere when he's just blogging. Yeah. Oh no, but I'm more talking about how in the those Spider-Mans, you always see him this he dumps in that he like tapes his bag um webs his bag up, 
then goes and fights and then comes back to his bag and changes quick. But someone would have seen him and had a phone out, like in the alley and seen him coming. Yeah, in our real life. That's yeah. just I know, like, yeah. That's something that didn't bother me because it's just like it goes without saying. My, 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 so our, off the bat, so both malls, both opening scenes, I'm like, God, this is terrible. Then Steve Trevor, so then she goes, so Pedro Pascal's character, I'm like. Off the bat, okay. not bad. That was, that was, I was curious and, and I was fooled a little bit. No, I wasn't because I could quickly see with the whole coffee thing where this was going. I'm like, so our whole plot. And this is the part where I'm kind of like, I, I, again, I really haven't processed the right words, like the fantasy element. So our, I, at that point when he comes in, I'm like, okay, so our plot is going to revolve around this magical wishing stone. Like, think about that. Take no, a, yeah, that, that I had. That's that generally had what it was. And like, at that point, I'm like. As soon as they went like, oh, it's just a fake dumb rock. I'm like, nope, it's real. And here we go. That's, that's, that's when I had recognized that. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of a lame overall villain too i mean pedro pascal i thought his performance was actually pretty decent because he did what he was told to do and it was different seeing him in that sort of role than what we've been used to seeing him in oh Um, he had a good performance but he was just given nothing that's like a classic performance in a bad movie but like he that's like the purposefully overacting i felt like he i think he recognized like what the fuck and he just like went all out for it like, you always have those in some shitty move. Then some guys are just like, I don't care. I'm just going to go all out. But at the point where he comes in and he's looking at the rock and you see the coffee and you get the whole wishes, at that point, I'm like, I started to really have doubts because a movie like Justice League, I feel like can be bad, but at least it has some semblance of – there was plot holes on front of it. I'm like, I get the idea behind it. I'm like, we're really going – again, I've already said, we're really going down this wishing stone is like the main plot point which is kind of crazy to me. So that was frustrating. So then she goes to the gala, Barbara's all, people are looking at her. That All those scenes are so cheesy to me where like everybody's like clearing the way. And then Steve comes out of nowhere as someone else. And it was just never addressed. Like Steve Trevor is literally some other actor. He is a- Well, different... no, it wasn't anyone. It was Chris Pine's stunt double. He is someone else. And Diana accepts it so quickly. It is so frustrating to me. Well, he says the, he says the line. No, 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 no. Not accepting him. I understand that. I'm talking about like, it's just normal to her. All he just does a, she accepts oh, the fact that he's just in someone else's body and she doesn't care about this other guy's life and what's going on with him. Well, you see at the end that he didn't have a life and that he was just somebody looking to take her out on on a date so no, I just, she wasn't like, messing with much so in my mind i'm like my boyfriend who's been dead for 60 years is now magically back in this random person's body i'm not going to question it i'm not she clearly tries that's, to figure out that's I'm, her I'm only wish so happy i want to be comfortable for. also steve finding like finding her kind of odd i don't know like how are you not blown away with technology like he, he, what they showed the montage where he's so confused, but like he seemed very normal in the gala. Like, how to get in the gala? What's going on here? You know what I mean? Like, how did he survive very, for over a day? Very convenient. And like, yeah, it wasn't like Captain how the America. Hell did he track Wonder Woman down. The hell yeah. Sort of Batman shit is that? And, and how, how it is, and how, why that body? Like, what happened to that guy? Did that guy just like forget what happened to him for like the two days? Like, why was Steve Trevor just specifically in a random person's body? Like, you would think he would just return normally. Because let me tell you, I was dumb confused when, like, they were doing, like, the, the, the swirling. swirling. I was like, yeah, okay. I was very confused. I was well. like, wait a minute. Because at first I'm like, am I missing something? Like, that's not Chris Pine at all. I'm like, why did he change? Like, did he just, I, I was so confused. And they explained it. But I was very confused. Um, that was terrible. I think that whole plot point bothered me the entire time. Because until they explained in the mirror, I was like, like kind of just like stunned. I was like, what, what's happening here? Yeah, at first I thought it was something like where he had just been zapped into him and he hadn't changed his appearance yet. Yeah, and I then thought, all of a sudden like it morphed into him. Yeah, like he was like, like they were like the stone didn't know what he looked like. So like they were messing around. I had no idea. Like all I see is you, Steve. Like that's so weird to me. That's, that's not who you see. No. That's what the stone made her see. Like, 
I know it's stupid, but like that's literally what happened. Like the stone made Diana see her wish when her like the stone couldn't bring someone back from the dead. I guess I don't know. It's a stupid rock. I I don't know. Yeah. So that was so frustrating. The stone probably could have. It would just be. I guess he would have not been right there, so it wouldn't have been convenient for their movie plot. And also, like, she just, like, abandoned her pursuit of Maxwell Lord just to talk to Steve. Like, like, it's just the logical plot point. It's a little bit to Steve. There was no chance 60 years later that he would have been able to find her. He would have been too confused by everything that's happened. A man out of time. Yeah, I mean, and then we're talking about Barbara and Norbert just giving him the stone and I could also going back I could already tell that Maxwell Lord's son would have an annoying plot point that would oh my god I, I could have called friend. I was like day. as soon as we saw him I was like we're gonna have to see you again yep at some point and um, at the end when we first saw him Maxwell Lord did not want to be near his son he didn't want to have to take care of him or anything that and, was his and, lesson yet the lesson he learned which is yeah. terrible and I'm jumping to the end but when when you have let's say let's say they intended Maxwell Lord to be the villain because I just can't believe that that if they actually did that or not, he gave up so easily for someone something so stupid that he didn't care about at the beginning, which was his kid. He didn't like that's what he gave up all of a sudden. He's like, I'm gonna listen to this this woman who tried to stop me from becoming the super powerful thing. That's all I ever wanted to do, and now I'm gonna go back to my kid. Dude, I also don't get, like, the way he got the powers was such, like, a simplistic thing. He said, I wish to be the stone. And then it's just, like, it just, that's the point where various different narratives of the plot escalated super quick, and others took on way too long. And there was, the timing was off. The, the deal with the wishing was, in order for him to become all-powerful, he took things in return. Like, that's how he got power, was by having people wish for whatever the hell, it didn't matter what the hell they were wishing for. It's just, he would decide as the stone what to take from people. Like the president asked yeah. for nukes and Maxwell Lord was like, I'll, get, I'll take all your power. Like, <laughs> it didn't make sense, but that, that was the logic of the stone. It took time to get that. And then also what's so frustrating to me is I've gone logical and inconsistency. Steve Trevor also was way too accepting of the fact that he was just in some dude's body 60 years later. Am I wrong in that? Like, I mean, he was dead. I don't think beggars can't yeah, be Yeah, I think he's fine just being bad. Yeah, but then know. he did say that he had to go. Like, he at least had some, like, well, moral boundaries. I, I guess they couldn't have explored it, but think about it. Anytime you see someone return from it, it's like, what, what's happening? Like, what's happening? Like, they don't know what's – he was just all like, all right, let's roll. There was almost too many things going on in this movie to, like, it's, explore all of them in depth. And it's just we, didn't good. Need, we didn't need Steve Trevor back – Exactly. We said that after Maxwell Lord and Cheetah. We said that after the trailer. Like, I'm interested to see how they do it because it's completely unnecessary to bring him back. In my opinion, they should have probably just had Cheetah as the villain. Yes. They should. Dude, anything would have been better than the plot they did. If they just did a simple, like, opening scene, like the mall scene, and then it's just Cheetah somehow gets her powers, they fight, Wonder Woman loses somehow, then they have a major, like, the most simplistic storyline ever would have been better than this convoluted mess. If they really wanted Chris Pine back and they could have had like Chris Pine's son or grandson be in it and Chris Pine could play him because in the Wonder Woman TV show, I'm pretty sure there's like a descendant of Steve Trevor who's involved with Wonder Woman in some way. So they could have done something like that just to get Chris Pine back in like, they didn't need to bring him back from the dead. And the way they brought him back was just so stupid, too. It didn't make it, didn't make it better. His addition didn't make anything better. What, one, my two things, I don't think anything really happened after the, after they leave D.C. I don't think anything really happened. So oh, I want to talk about, no, 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 I'm not done with my complaining. I have, no, I have two things that I'd like to complain about. The, the plane thing? How do they just steal a plane? That was how can they fly in the middle of fireworks? How can, how could, how does making it invisible make it not show up on radar? How did she know how to do that? How does Steve Trevor know how to just fly a plane? 
that has. Yeah, she said she's only done it one time with like a soda can or something, and then all of a sudden she's able to make an entire plane invisible. And also, how does it not show up on radar? Making it invisible has nothing to do with it not showing up on radar. I don't know. It's it's my thing. I'm just, and how does Steve Trevor know how to fly? And also, where was she getting in where she just had access to, like, planes? So many... Just one like that. It was yeah, like... and then all of a sudden, we're like, I'm like, oh, we're flying a plane. Okay. So stupid. Steve Trevor was equally as confused as we were. But how is he flying? The plane is just not the same. And also, how is there enough fuel to get to Cairo? Yeah, that, that didn't make any sense. My <laughs> thing was, my last, my, not my last two, but two, I think, major things. One uh was the so wonder woman is this all-powerful dc badass like they love when she fights and exerts her power she wins by talking and maxwell lord loses by giving up and then with maxwell lord he gets away with everything nothing happens to him he tried to end the world and he gets to hug his kid and that's the end of his story or is that some you know we're doing you know it has to be implied there was an off-screen it wasn't a cool like if we're gonna let's jump ahead, it wasn't a cool ending sequence. There was no jump clue. ahead. What are we skipping? Um, just re- the Kyra scene, which we discussed with the running. The only thing I'll give that scene with the wall is I finally kind of understood what Maxwell Lord's point was, where like you grant the wish and then you get it back. But I like the when he was talking with the other like the guy who wanted his land back. I'm just like I I again go back to. So not only is the wishing stone the key, is we're really just going to go and he's just, Maxwell Lord is going to be jumping around, granting wishes and taking stuff. And I'm like, what's the point of this? It was just, that was terrible. That scene was, the scene of, oh, I don't, the kids playing soccer, I don't know how they didn't get out of the way. You can clearly hear that there's trucks coming. That, yeah, exactly. That was another thing. I was. Oh, yeah. How are you not getting out of the way when clearly there's four of them playing and two are getting out of the way, but two aren't? How about the parents? Are they deaf too? I don't know. I don't know. There's explosions. There's everything. You can see it. Um, Steve, something, airbags didn't right. deploy. The airbags did not deploy after Steve Trevor crashed the car. Uh, they were the defunct. Tank. Don't understand that. And like, how is this guy also on the tank? Um, Wonder Woman losing her powers. I'm like, wasn't even really addressed all that much. Why was Steve what? Trevor able to be on the same uh, speed recognition force as Wonder Woman with the bullet? How did he recognize to move the car with that one bullet? Yeah. Like in the same time it speed as Wonder Woman. Patty Jenkins did a really shitty job. She did a really awful job. And I think the biggest problem was Jeff Johns was involved. And he's the idiot that did the rewrites for Justice League. And I think that was the biggest problem. Um, what else we, then? So where do we go from there? Did, we went back to DC. We see Maxwell Lord's like losing his health. All right. His thing is booming. He's just taking wishes, but it really jumped. He takes, from he, he takes fake Richard Nixon's power. No, but I'm talking about what was weird to me. Also, that was frustrating. Is it kind of went from, Oh, he's just taking. A that wish. wasn't Nixon. No, I know. He was taking a wish from like his enemies, his enemies of a sort and like taking something from them. And it quickly jumped with no explanation to he like desperately needs people's wishes and he's taking them from like everyone. Like, the entire D.C. region is all of a sudden, like, wishes are being granted. When he was taking wishes from everyone, like, and he, first, they had to touch him. And then all of a sudden, they didn't have to touch him anymore. No, the the satellite was the touch. Yeah, which is a stupid idea. Was, yeah, that's dumb. No, I know it was dumb, but the particle, like, the particles were touching. So the maximum word gets to the White House. Steve and Diana somehow arrange a tour while there's absolutely chaos going on. The, the, the White House scene was generally terrible to me because all of a sudden Barbara comes out of nowhere. I don't know how Barbara got in the White House. Um, She's pissed. But how does she get into the White House? Maxwell Lord's just taking like wishes from everyone. The country's in chaos. Like I don't know how the White House isn't locked down. Um, that, that whole scene... The action in the CGI actually in that scene wasn't terrible, but the whole plot narrative of it, like, dude, the Pascal's get the chopper line made me cringe audibly. Like, I literally remember, he's like, get me a chopper. And Barbara's trying to save the day. Like, I'm like, what is going on with this plot? That was like, the, that was my breaking point of what is happening in this movie. The satellite thing was just so convenient. And like the way it was described, like it's just sitting up there 
It wasn't put away for like a visitor. It's just like, what is this? And he's like, whoa, just everything about that, the White House scene was terrible. Um, This is more general, but I don't know why Kristen Wiig was cast. I I really don't. I thought it was a weird cast in the beginning with, and I don't think she did a good job. I guess. She was handpicked. I mean, Steve did say it. It's also, she, her Barbara Minerva wasn't bad. There were some weird, like, things as a plot that they had to do, but her Barbara Minerva was not bad. I mean, yeah, I guess it's not really her fault, but I just still think it was a weird casting. Yeah. So she was, she was not, she was neglected her whole life. And then she wanted to be seen. So in order to continue being seen and recognized, she was okay with the destruction of the world like that. That was okay with her like that. She was like, okay, in order for me to be seen, I'm okay with the total demise of this entire planet. I mean, Diana was okay with it as until Steve Trevor had to very forcibly convince her otherwise. She would have just let the same thing happen. Yeah. So we get into like all of a sudden everything's chaos. All wishes have been accepted. Um, it, 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 like Maxwell Lord's on his way to the White House, and Steve's like, "All right, let me go." And like, okay, so Steve returning was a one-off, which is entirely unnecessary then. And then Diana just like starts flying out of nowhere. I'm like, okay. Uh, she, uh, he told her how to be Peter Pan. He just said, said, believe and jump. That's very odd. It it really brought me back to the Rogue Squadron trailer where Patty's like, I love my dad with a pilot. I'm like, this movie, I see it. I see that you love pilots because the whole air thing is your thing. Terrible CGI looking like Man of Steel. Yeah. Like, that was terrible. The cheetah scene we've talked about, the CGI was terrible. I don't understand how Cheetah didn't die. Like she she got electrocuted multiple times. Like I thought she died and that's what happened, but she was how is she alive? How she didn't run out? And then everyone and then what's crazy is there's no great anticlimactic battle. The way that as Steve said, and the last thing I think we talked about with him, and there's a couple other things, is she wins because like she just shows the truth to everyone and everyone just renounces their wish. It was like a terrible ending scene. Her monologue wasn't good. I don't understand how Maxwell Lord came to the conclusion he like wants to save his son. It, it, it's just completely odd to me. Billy said, how are the particles touching people? <laughs> the big, her big the ending scene, honestly, was crazy enough, may have been like, the worst part. Like, I'm just like, what, what are we... Her, her big line was, I wasn't talking to you. That was the big line. That was, that was the kicker. And they, were, they were going for the throat with that line. I revealed when they revealed what was happening. I was just kind of like, I still didn't understand. Like, I was still like, so, I, like, how is, ah, dude, I don't even know what to say. The ending scene is just so bad. Like, the way the world was saved and won, like, is, I'm talking all time bad endings. Like, I, I generally, off the top of my head, can't think of a worse anticlimactic ending to a superhero movie. And I, I genuinely mean that. Even bad, even some of the That's bad the superhero movie. movies have good final battles. Batman v Superman, better than that. This was just, she won because she made people realize, like, their true selves. Like, what was going on there? And, like, is the coffee guy having to renounce his wish? Are we like, is that a thing? Like, does everyone just have to say it? Like, not, not it's right, also. And how does every single person renounce it? Or is it just take Maxwell Lord is the only one who has to renounce? And not, like, you're, bro, the logic behind that was terrible. Terrible ending scene. And we'll go back to that. And then there's still like 10 minutes of just Diana walking like some snow wonderland and she meets Steve Trevor's like host, which would be completely crazy. Like, if so I'm. Do, like, you, do you think this is a Christmas movie? Because what? you saw Christmas trees? I need to refine my Christmas point and represent it. I, I thought about it over, over. I was waiting for that when I saw the end scene. I'm like, oh my God, we're watching Christmas. No, 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 no. It has to like, there has to be consistent references to it being. It has to be consistently set during the time of Christmas. Like Iron Man 3, a Christmas movie. Correct. Yes. So, I mean, the ending scene was terrible with the whole balloon. And then. The Linda Carter thing was stupid. She's at the the ask. Billy, did you understand the end credit scene? Yeah, she was the warrior that they were talking about in the. Did beginning. you know who she really was? You know who Linda Carter is? Yeah, she played Wonder Woman in the TV show. That's why they stupider. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't help. 
Well, like, is Astyr going to have, like, a legitimate role? Like, how is she? No. You know why she not have a stupid role? Is because they never would have credited her right after. It was a stupid, like, look what we're going to do to tie in the old series. And look, it was a special appearance. Linda Carter is in the area. When I saw it, I thought, you know what I thought? And I was excited for a brief second. I thought that was a tease to a multiverse. I thought that was, like, she was going to be Wonder Woman. And then they said, as Astyr. And when she said her name, I was like, oh, like, it's not. A multiverse. That was meaningless and stupid. Um, just it was terrible all around. The, again, I already mentioned the Steve Trevor's like body double or body host coming back. So stupid and unnecessary. Like, how do you okay that end the movie on that? How do you like, end the movie on that? What was, what was that ending scene? Like the true ending scene, other than Maxwell Lord somehow founding his son who was just like hiding in the, in the woods. Yeah, he just wandered along the highway through the woods and found Maxwell Lord. Yeah, there was also that scene where just nukes were launching in the background. People were like running. Around. Oh, dude, this movie was terrible. Terrible movie. The only saver is that Gal Gadot generally is a good Wonder Woman. She's just not giving enough to work with. See, I feel like her performance was this not really that movie. good in this one. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think it was great, but I'd really, I, I think it was more due to the fact that she didn't have much to work with. I, I don't know. I feel like there was some points where she was just really, like, kind of bland in a way. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't think anything special of her performance this time around. I, I wouldn't say not. special. I just think she is a good Wonder Woman. Like, I don't think she's the wrong. Like, I think yeah, she, she looks the oh, part. Oh, she's definitely not the wrong Wonder Woman. Her delivery, too, is. I still like. No. Like that. I don't, like, hate this movie. I was just really disappointed. In a way, like what it was, was bad, it but so Steve it wasn't atrocious. I gave it a forty-two because it's like below average. Because there were some rede- there was a couple of scenes that were redeeming qualities. I I, I like enjoyed the but just the like it's it's not an all-time bad, but just the overall plot was just the plot was really the the plot and the CGI combined were just the just really ruined it because you had a stupid ridiculous plot combined with terrible cgi so you just really had nothing going for it. i gave it a 42 steve you said you gave it a 49 that was generous yeah steve you realize that means that's essentially an average movie yeah i know see i think i need to switch my scoring because yeah. i only give it under a 50 if i absolutely hate it but 50 do you see what i, I guess you're scoring no it's but these billy i feel like you think of your scoring system, we've talked about this before, like as school, like 50 is like an E and terrible, but in reality, 50 should be average, no? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but... I feel like, I want to say for me, average is like 6.2 to 7.1. Yeah, I respect and it. Then, and, then good, and then good is like 7.2 to 8.1. Really good is like mid eights to high eights and then exceptional is anything higher than like an eight nine yeah i respect that steve because if you make your rating scale and say like 60 and above is average because people do that but for me i try and stick a whole 50s in the middle so 50 is an average movie and i talked to you guys specifically with mandalorian scores especially with that second one i'm saying you hear 50 and we're so ingrained at thinking like 50 is just terrible but in reality 50 is average so it's kind of more of a perception thing well like the last one the last mandalorian episode got 9.9 on imdb which is the second highest rated television episode of all time which you know it might not be i mean it was really good but i'm just what i'm saying is like when so when i hear 49 like in your i'm thinking like so steve thinks that's an average movie i thought that was a clear below average movie but it wasn't terrible or frustrating it was just like a 42 because i mean it was a wonder woman movie there were some elements but just wasn't very good so i gave it a 42 I can tell you my my average score is a 72.79, and I gave this a 54. For me to give it under a 50, I have to really, really dislike it and pretty much regret watching it. So so your rating is more like – For me, under – probably under 30, maybe 35 is I regret watching it. I will never watch it again, and I will continually not change my opinion on it and 
a, a disgrace. I'm pretty much the same, Steve. I'm 35 and under is just all time. Not all time, but just generally bad movies. For me, it's all time bad. I haven't seen every movie. So on the scale of movies I've seen, it's all time bad for my viewing. Like my viewing library, for me, those are all time bads. I guess I, you just have to take all our scores when you hear it at like in different perceptions. Because mine, so we're probably, we all I have the same. you like to explain my score if people ask me what I gave it. Like I'll explain what. What yeah, it's just interesting because it scores are so interesting because talking with all of us, we literally all have the same exact takeaways from the movie and all the same view, but our scores are all kind of we have different rating philosophies. Yeah, so I give it so, we're, but we all have the same exact ideas. But now, but there's no there's no differentiating on our opinions. No, in any now way. the question is where does DC go? I don't know. I mean, they have a couple of movies planned, obviously with Shazam two. Black Adam, The Suicide Squad, The Suicide, Suicide Squad, but now they're back. The there's like Batman's. Okay, they have the Batman. Matt Reeves, the Batman. I forgot about that. Yeah, you're dead. Is that technically connected or not? No, no. Keep in mind, Wonder Woman's not connected to anything either. Remember, they're all doing like standalone movies for now, and then I guess the multiverse is. But is Batman in the DCEU? No, that I, I know. think it was. No, it's, it's not, not, but Wonder Woman, like, this movie, like, is, but it's also not, because isn't it, like, they just decided to make standalone movies, like, they're not gonna have... No, I thought this is totally DCEU, and then, like... I they stopped... This is another issue, none of us know. Uh, I have no idea. So, Wonder Woman counts. so jumbled is and unorganized. Is Batfleck coming back? Isn't he so rumored to come back? Like, what the fuck is happening? Well, the thing, well, the thing is... One Woman counts, and then Andy Muschietti's Flash movie counts. That's how they're restarting the, the DCEU. And then Suicide Squad is standalone. So they're just going to – this is so stupid, though. They're going to have a mix of standalone and extended universe ones. They, they shot themselves in the foot by jumping the gun on a Justice League movie. Obviously, the, 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 blueprint, the blueprint with Marvel was five standalone movies – conjoined movie at the end there was like they 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 did one for each basically introduced a couple of the minor characters in the big movie or in the smaller movies and then put them all together in a big movie like the thing with justice league good that was the issue too that is the biggest problem but the issue with justice league was you had flash cyborg commissioner gordon like those were guys we had never like let's say you generally don't know anything about the DCEU. Like, those are three huge characters that are just thrown in your face. Like, they weren't introduced. Like, Gordon could be looked at as the fury of the DCEU. Like, he should have been in a Batman movie. He should have been hinted at. Flash should have had his own movie. Cyborg could have been in a Superman movie or a, a Batman movie and or had his own. But, like, the thing with DC, and as, I really hope, I really hope they just stop. Like, I hope they just stop uh, trying to connect it, blow it up, come back and try it all again in like 20 years. Like give it a huge rest. I don't even know. I don't even know if there's anything out there that could salvage any of this in any way. And it's certainly not Zack Snyder's Justice League. That is a complete fan service movie. It's basically just a service to Zack Snyder, letting him complete his jumbled vision in four parts. Um, I honestly hope they stop. Just stop. Stop trying. If you even if they even have the idea in that stupid office of theirs that they can compete with Marvel, they're out of their fucking minds because they have no chance. They have they have not made any movie on any sort of level with Marvel's top five, let alone top ten. So they're not even sniffing in the same room as Marvel. So I don't know where they go. I, you have to you basically have to hire away directors from Disney. Like you have to let James Gunn take the reins on a universe, or you have to let I don't even know. Favreau, but I don't want them to not focus their attention on a universe that already makes more sense and is way better. Like you have to completely steal Marvel's blueprint, but you have to do it ten years down the road. Like you can't, you can't salvage this crap that you have. It doesn't make any sense. There's just no point they're gonna stop because they know that people are gonna watch. Even no matter how bad it is, people are gonna go and pay to see their movies and all that. So I mean, there's. Well, people are going to pay to see Matt Reeves' Batman because it's Matt Reeves, and it's probably going to be really good. Not only that, though. I mean, they're going to make money pretty much on everything they put out. But at some point, the negative reviews start to 
to to hurt. I just I mean, how much did Harley Quinn make? I know it didn't make a lot, but it still probably made some money. My issue though is also I'm very content of them doing their standalone movies just seem as though they're gonna be better than the attempts at extended universe. Like I just think like the re- was- focusing on letting individual directors just direct solely focus on their movies, I think that's going to work better for them. In all seriousness, what was Wonder Woman then? Because if it's DCEU, it stinks, and if it's standalone, it stinks. No, I'm not saying it would, like, refer, like, I just had a bunch of garbled words. I don't think it would completely cure all. No, I know. I think Wonder Woman's kind of caught in the middle. I think even Flash, in a way, is, it's like, you can bring the characters back, but treat them more as just, like, focus on the character. And I just think this movie missed. But... Flash, we have confirmed... Birds of Prey wasn't bad. It was it was it was okay. It was it, was, it, was, it was not bad. Um, your best, best character was solid. The Suicide Squad. I'm talking about more of letting director instead of trying to work so hard for an extended universe, let these famed and great directors like focus on their baby in a sort and just best do. character in Birds of Prey though was Huntress and she was barely used. She was so clearly the best character in that movie, and she had five lines and twenty minutes of screen time. Birds of Prey generally was not bad. Like it, really, it was, it wasn't great, but it was, it was solid. Like it was, it was okay. It did underperform by their expectations, though. I was just looking that up. Yeah. It made two hundred million off of a one hundred million dollar budget. So That's if you include really marketing bad. in all that, it didn't bring back as much. Because I remember I saw something that it was like it made less than the Green Lantern or something. It was one of the worst openings of a superhero movie, but still like that still makes them money. Like, even an awful performance in the box office by a superhero movie still makes the studio money. They're just going to keep churning them out. There's no that, that movie was also an interesting choice, though, because I think they were just banking on the Harley Quinn buzz, and it was just a very interesting movie to undertake. I think that was more just like Margot Robbie wanted to do it. Um, but, Billy, you sent us some news yesterday. HBO Max, DC, kind of, they're all planning on four, six total projects to what is it foreign theaters two in yeah uh, foreign yeah. theaters two Here. on streaming and i assume the majority of them are going to be their cartoons but they're not putting the animated ones in theaters they never do that it's like limited unless you're, they do i guess a couple of limited releases but that seems like unless the thing was misinterpreted the press release and that's what they mean by that they could be meaning that because i don't see how they put four movies in the theaters every year that are live action how many they were they so they they were always planning on having two this year, right? They were always it was just only eighty four and yeah. Five. I mean their cartoons seem perfectly made for HBO Max. Their cartoons are great. You don't understand DC Comics and DC animated like are great and then they're the, brilliant. The but that's per, that's perfectly built towards giving HBO Max content. It's not oh. built towards a theatrical release. Yeah, but like the like they're also doing shows. They they have a lot going. Because even mine, Matt Reese is directing like a Gotham based show. Like that's in development. There's a Green Lantern movie slash show in development. Like the Green Lantern. They have a lot going on. It's just concerning when, like Suicide Squad. I'm confident it's gonna be good because James Gunn. That is a movie just perfectly tailored for him. The Batman looks great. It's just is kind of concerning because you're like, okay, you have two of those, but past like the suicide squad really should be kind of a standalone movie unless james gunn is coming back but batman's going to be a trilogy but after that who knows probably not anything else it's concerning when this franchise kind of totem and the possibility of an extended universe which you thought wonder woman was going to be solid each time and it was going to be a building block may very well not be so it's kind of like where do we go from here after another swing and a miss on a property that should have been based on the first one, at least one consistent success. And in fact, it's been a one-hit wonder. Because Wonder Woman is still, I enjoyed Shazam. I enjoyed Aquaman. I still consider those just slightly above average movies. And I know, Billy, you really like Shazam. But Wonder Woman, the first one, still the only like legitimately good movie that I've watched at DC. I, I really like Man of Steel because I like Zod. And I like the I like the Martha and and Jonathan Kent elements just because you have really good actors playing them. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely in the minority on Man of Steel, but I I just hate Snyder. I, I really don't. I just I don't like his directorial style. It's just so negative, and dark. I would say that Wonder Woman and Shazam are the only two good movies in the DCEU. Aquaman was okay. 
it was very predictable. Yeah. Um, That's like, what I don't thinking. think I rewatched it. If Wonder Woman 84 did like the Aquaman mold, and when I'm talking about like the most basic possible template, that's what Aquaman was. Aquaman followed just the most basic superhero template to a T, had some rough CGI, but also had some solid acting. If Wonder Woman 84 give, delivers that, I, I'm, I'm happy. The thing with Aquaman is they had the built-in excuse for bad CGI. You film the whole movie underwater. Wonder Woman, there's no excuse. No, but like, I get that. I mean, I mean, when Aquaman two, like, is Aquaman two DCEU? Like, is it even? Can you even consider? Are they still doing, doing that? that? Like, I'm talking about like, Steve. You said, is the Wonder Woman? Is it really extended universe? If there's no nods at all to the, I don't know. I do, there's no connectivity. For I'm assuming it's dead. I'm under the assumption that there's no plans and they're kind of keeping everything, even the Flash movie. So what the hell are you making up? sequels for? That's my biggest question: is why are you sequeling? Because I, I dude dude it's just such a mess we can i wish there was this amount of dedication to the planned dark universe as there is to the dceu because the dark universe had a very good like, potential and they just scrapped it after one bad movie ah billy back on his cruise uh... i've never even i did have never even seen that movie but that's a good what a premise is it not to have a nice dark universe and they scrap it after one bad movie I mean, if that was the same be fair, though, process for the DCEU, we would have scrapped it like six times. The Dark Universe, I don't think, had as many buyers. I know you would have liked the idea, but the mass public probably could care less about a Dark Universe. I'm still waiting for like a Middle Age universe where you have like King oh, Arthur, God. Robin Hood, different stories like that all connect. That's a great idea. Your issue is all movies in that mold, and even a couple of solid ones, it just doesn't have... Like the public, the current age does not care for those movies anymore. Yeah, Honestly. which I don't understand because they're dope. Well, you can think it's dope. I think it just makes sense. I think that that genre just isn't big anymore. And kind of like the dark universe, like mummies and zombies, it's kind of been overdone. Like the Middle Ages thing, like Game of Thrones kind of ran its course. Like it's kind of been been there, done that. So Yeah, I don't think it was that reason why Game of Thrones ran its course. I'm not talking about Game of Thrones. I'm just saying, like, the people have seen it. That's why they Yeah, I know. I read something that they were complaining how, um, like, it was for King Arthur. Now, King Arthur stunk. It was a bad movie. But they put way too much money in it for the amount that they were ever going to possibly get back. And it was just a huge bomb. <laughs> but it was also just a horrendous movie. I think the final word with, with DC, and it, it's been summarized many times, jokingly and seriously is they have no plan there's no plan it's so it's different every week um i don't have any ideas on how to fix it obviously like i I can't even present an example and obviously they don't either like there's no and i don't think there's a good way to go i think you've messed up so many times let's say i think they've what they have nine that they originally counted as dcu you've hit you've hit twice that's two out of nine i mean that's a terrible terrible percentage when it comes to a universe. The correct answer is officially come and say that we're not, the DCEU is no more and each movie is just a standalone movie and let bringing great directors to focus on those individual characters and grow their individual universes and then kind of cease to kind of restart down the line. And really far down the line. But I think the best course of action hired great directors to focus on individual characters universes such as the Batman universe. Um, a flash multiverse can work without with bringing in um, former reincarnations rather than like Batfleck. Just like act as though that never happened, except for say Ezra Miller as the Flash, and then Wonder Woman kind of has her own thing going for her, and then just kind of scrap everything else. I'm a little confused as to why Dwayne Johnson agreed to be in a DC movie before like being in a Marvel movie. Well, he's wanted Black Adam like for a long time. Like he's loved that character. Shazam, oh, that's another one. Shazam 2, you can keep. But Shazam 2 didn't have any connection. I don't see, like... like Shazam was a... Is Black Adam going to be in Shazam 2? Um, probably a tease, I would assume. But, I'm, like, Shazam's a standalone. You had a little, like, nods, like, with the Batman and Superman merch, and then, obviously, the Superman tease at the end, but it really wasn't a DCEU film. It was just kind of a Shazam. Shazam 2 is probably going to be something that's super, super cheesy and just not that good. That's why I wasn't as high on Shazam as others. It was a little bit too cheesy for me. I, I, I don't know. 
I couldn't take it as seriously. But yeah, the DC is kind of a mess. That's my last point. I was hoping we came here with better news post this. Also, we're, we're not talking about it. Steve hasn't seen it to finish it. The real Christmas Day release that was a winner, Soul. Pixar rarely misses it and did it this time. I'm excited Soul. to watch that. That Hopefully we can review it if we have time at a later date, but I'm excited to watch that. Well, if we I have... could just say one more thought on the Wonder Woman DCEU, I think it's pretty telling that when you put a superhero movie on the streaming that was supposed to come out earlier this year, when Marvel has been insistent on Black Widow is not coming out on Disney Plus, it's being released in theaters, when a lot of people wanted it to be released on Disney Plus, because they know it's going to be pretty good. I mean, even an average Marvel movie, it's a good movie. But DC did not know that. So maybe they foresaw this reception coming. I would, I would agree with you more so if they weren't doing that with every movie. There's going to be some good movies coming out that they're not. Like, excuse me, they're leaving um, HBO Max. I think it's a plan, but I really do wonder if... Well, they're pulling Dune. They're just going to pull Dune out of all the movies that they listed. I mean, Matrix 4, they should probably... There's definitely... Some, I'm interested to see if they're plan changes, but Billy, I had the same thought as you as I wonder if the final product is like, all right, we'll just release this on the streaming service. But... Because imagine releasing it in theaters and you don't make your money back just because that's simply the times we're in and you get the shit reviews. Then you're, then you're, then you're missing out on twice. At least here, you're, they probably are gaining some max subscriptions. But that's all I got. That's all I got. So d- disappointing time. So at, at the beginning of the episode, I, you know, I said we were, we were blessed with new content, but that'll obviously have to wait until uh, January 15th for in terms of nerd content with wandavision um which i'm expecting wandavision wednesdays is that where we're going with i mean it just it, it uh illiterately makes makes sense um to to do so but uh, is it even so it comes out the 15th though are they sticking to that once a week schedule do we know that yeah i'm pretty sure they said they're they're going i would just i don't see why they would change from Mandalorian. i don't see why they would change it but the plan, I'm pretty sure, is once a week, and then that kind of leads you to, like, a couple weeks break, and then you're right into Falcon and Winter, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and same thing uh, with Loki, and then probably yeah. Black Widow. The tweets have been there. It's like, we're, I don't think there's a single month this year where we're not getting Marvel content. Which is nice, because Love they don't miss. So we talked a lot about missing, missed opportunities. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Hopefully the next superhero... Uh, breakdown we have is a little bit more fun and a lot more positive uh, to discuss so you know unfortunately you know we didn't have a lot of happy things to discuss from this film Uh, but again hope for more of the best in the future but for in LaCorey, Billy Bruno this has been Steve and Alec for the Wrong Theater and the 610 Podcast Network we will see you guys next time